What's up, everybody? Eric Kaiser, my Spiritual Awakening Podcast. Just heating up some coffee to... I'm going to take my dog out on a walk in the woods, do a little woods version of the podcast today. Um, I kind of put her on punishment yesterday. She just... She, she's been a hellion back in the woods with other dogs, but... Yesterday, I actually let this girl, I mean this girl, man, <laughs> this poor girl, but anyway, her dog, I have a pit bull, her dog's just like a chill, shaggy looking sheep dog, and man, my fucking dog yesterday, excuse my French, my dog yesterday, I let her go, she chased down that damn dog and attacked the shit out of it again, and she's just, she's the one want to get me in trouble, and I've even played with my dog, like maybe it's me creating her to attack other dogs, but after speaking to a older gentleman, it's just something that happens to dogs when they get older, they get more territorial, and they want to be the boss. So if she runs across any dogs that have even a slight temperament where they'll, they'll, they'll back down to her, or I mean they, they won't back down, then she just goes apeshit. But what I wanted to jump on and talk about was our egos and it kind of gets fun when you start to realize what the ego is and you can step back and look at it right and kind of call yourself out on it you know the ego is is that damn thing that won't let you just go to the gym without picking up your phone every you know two and a half minutes to to check to see if somebody liked a picture or a comment or what everyone's eating <laughs> you know um but there's also i want to really go into this because there's basically two types of ego i'm noticing and the first type of ego is that that pesky ego that'll get us in a lot of trouble that we listen to but there's also another ego that i notice creeps through that has to do with you know, like that pat on the back. You know, that that feeling that you need to be recognized for doing something. And it's another part of the ego that we have to disintegrate. It's another layer that you have to have come off because, you know, at the end of the day, none of your actions can be to get recognition. The things that you're doing with your life to better your life, to better other people, to better humanity, it all has to come from inside your heart. It can't come from anywhere else. And I can go into this because, you know, I I look into things so deeply, like so deeply. And like I think of success for a lot of us is that feeling of showing everybody, look, I did it. Because I think for some reason we all we all create the same story in our head as kids as we're being told that we can't do it. I don't think that's the case. I hear so many people who are, you know, considered well off and stuff like that tell their stories and you know, I was a kid in the classroom and the teacher told you were gonna suck and you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that. And I hear that story so many times and I was a bad kid, and I don't ever remember a teacher ever saying to me, like, you're going to suck. Like, don't get me wrong. I had teachers who, Mr. Manguzo, whatever the hell your name is, Manguzo, um, 
who he was probably trying to help me now that I look back. Right? Back then I thought he was a prick. But now that I can look back as as an adult, I think he was trying to open up my eyes. And that's all he was trying to do. But I didn't want to see anything but what I wanted to see at at that age. You know what I mean? So you know, I just even even dealing with a guy like I don't remember and I I invited him outside to fist fight. <laughs> you have to you gotta really understand who I was. Like I went through a lot of mentally just I didn't care. I did not care. And if anybody ever hears this and wonders why my life went the way it did, I just did not care. I went through a lot of bad things very early on and I just did not care. But you know, I think when it comes to success, we're all looking for that. Ha, ah, I showed you. You know, whether it's you got the girl, you got the car, you got the, you know, I find myself a lot of times running back into my own head like, all right, what's really important here at the end of the day? And I can promise you the feeling that you get from walking into a two-bedroom apartment every day to the feeling that you will get walking into a very huge house every day, it won't change who you are inside, how you're feeling about anything. So that's, that's a biggie biggie to like always keep in mind when you're, when you're measuring what, what we're all trying to measure here, our happiness. At least that is what I am trying to measure. I'm trying to get life to be in a balance, in a flow, where it doesn't feel like work, the money's coming in, everything's good, my kids are happy, I'm happy, we're living very godly, and I get to teach other people how to live that way because I can show, I can show you, look, I did it, this is how I did it, and this is how you could do it. And don't get me wrong, it has a lot to do with your thoughts and it has it goes down to a lot of stuff but the beautiful thing the beautiful thing is once you start once you start following along and really going after it your your entire life can change so basically you know once you get once you get the the ego kind of let's just say out of the way the the pesky ego though the ego that that made you cheat on your wife or the ego that makes you stop and get the beer the ego that makes you take them horrible gym selfies um you know the ego that makes you check in at the gym like you ever think to yourself like i got to the point of looking at my ego and going like nobody nobody cares that you're at the gym dude but why do you care that other people care if they did care or they don't care, <laughs> you know, once you start, once you start looking at your ego and you realize you have one, you can start calling it out all the time on the stupid things it does. You know, like how as people we feel like we just we have to share every picture of everything. Like chicks getting their nails done, congratulations, you got new nails. Now, are you telling us that you're a baller? Are you telling us that you just like freaky looking nails? Are you telling us that you want to scratch our backs? 
See, it's things like that, the, the pesky ego control. Now, once you can, you know, get rid of that pesky ego, this new bright kind of ego comes out, right? At least this ego, we can, we can work with this ego. Like, because now me, like, the reason why I just started this podcast is I was sitting there thinking to myself, you know, what is this all about, Eric? Like, at the end of the day. Like, what is this all about? Like, you have, you have tricked society your whole life, you know? And it's not that I purposely trick society. Um, I painted a very good-looking picture on the outside of my life where I was falling apart on the inside. So that's what I mean by tricking society. I didn't really trick anybody but myself. But I often ask myself, what's the podcast about, you know? You want to start your vlog again? What's your message going to be? Like, are you Ryan Sylvia? You know, are are you just like him? Is that what's going on here? Are you getting information that, you know, you get to share with other people about the way you think life should be lived? Or, you know, are you doing it just to say, look, I, I, I gave back, forgive me? Because, you know, a lot of my life has been... When I decided to really just change, I changed with that being my principle. Like I want I want a relationship with my with all my kids, like I want relationships with my family's back. Like I want I remembered what's very important in this world. And that's where I changed and I started hunting all that down. Right? Because again, I've said this before, like you can't trash talk the godly person who's doing everything right in their life, right? They won't even put (laughs) sugar in their body. They're so pure. So how do you trash talk that person? They won't argue with you. Like you could try your best and they won't argue. You could punch them in the face and they'll smile. Like how do you, how do you still look at that person as bad? I can go back to where my ego was still running the show a little bit and two years prior where I did just quit drinking and you know, It might have been driven by the fact that I wanted my kids back and I was sick of being treated like a menace to society by the system. And, um, you know, maybe that's the reason why I did it all. Maybe that's why I started the nonprofit. Maybe that's why I chose that I wanted to go speak in schools. But look, I said I was going to do it two years ago and I just did it on the 15th. So it might have took me two years to manifest that happening, but it happened. You know, it was something that I put focus on two years ago. So that's just more proof for y'all in this whole surrender process I'm going through. um, That when you really do let go and you just apply a little bit of a little bit of effort, a little bit of, you know, shift your focus in different directions and things will begin to change in your life but now it's like I have this little this kind of good guy ego in there but I don't want to feel like I have an ego at all I just want to feel like I'm waking up every day and I'm on autopilot with a purpose you know I get to at least touch one human being every day and make them smile in a different way to make them realize that you know what There are people who love you too. Think about this feeling that 
some people do have to deal with, like people who are adopted who have no outside family. You know, a lot of times you would think that they have it bad. I look at people like that and I go, you know what? You have no identity crisis besides you grew up in that shelter, which probably effing sucks. And I'm sure it's another issue in our in our country that needs to be addressed. I mean, an adoption, an abortion's 400 bucks, an adoption's like 10 to 40,000. Figure out that effing math. Like, come on, switch that up a little bit. But, you know, they, to, to be molded, you know, to be kind of programmed into who we are, um, it's a real double-edged sword to try to get out of the way of, you know, and imagine not anybody knowing anything about you. Imagine nobody being able to relate to your story. Imagine that's kind of what you have to do with your life. Like, that's what dissolving the ego is all about. That's what's getting on to the next steps and the next chapters and being around people who are positive and being around like-minded people. Finding yourself in, like me, I'm, I'm a storyteller type of guy, and now I'm starting to notice that I'm starting to see things that are drawing my attention into that area. Like, now I'm always down in the city going a little five, very artsy. You know, it's... It's all happening for a reason, and when you can look at it and realize why things are happening in your life, it makes navigating your life a lot easier, you know? So, when you don't have that yappity-ass ego up there always trying to predict a show, um, life gets a lot easier and a hell of a lot more enjoyable. So, as I sit here and just draw a blank, because that does happen <laughs> during an awakening, um, I'm going to walk, I'm going to listen to this and see if I have anything to add about the ego, but definitely understand that there's two of them. There's the one that will get you in all kinds of trouble your whole entire life. And then once you look in the mirror and look at that one and say it's time for you to go, there is another one that comes in. But the second one's a lot more bearable. And I think that's the reason why people go and do Hiawasa more than once. DMT. You know, it's where you really, really trip. It's the strongest psychedelic on the planet. And it'll make you have ego deaths. Now it kind of makes sense to me why some people keep going back. So, I guess it's still got a little bit of ego in there. You know, I got a little bit of... And I know it's there. I can feel it, you know. I can look in at it. Because I know I got a little bit of, haha, I did it. In me. And I shouldn't. Because at the end of the day... Everything I'm doing in my life is I'm doing it because I'm following I'm following signs. I'm following what I feel like is my purpose and my passion and my calling. And that's just how I'm living it right now. And I'm I'm just I'm allowing people to take the adventure with me.
Because again, I want to have social proof. I'm a big social proof guy. I'm a big, if you tell me you can fly, let me see you jump off that cliff. <laughs> you know? Anybody can talk. And I've been that way my whole life. Like, I've sat there and listened to a whole lot of conversations in my day and age. I've been around a whole lot of people. Like, a lot, a lot of people. Like, I don't know how many social butterflies I got listening, but when I say a lot of people, I have been around a lot of people. <laughs> so many different personalities. I've heard stories that would just, wow. But anyway, the good thing is, is that person telling the stories right now, like, if that's you, if you're still going with your friends, you're talking about what y'all did 5, 10, 20 years ago, and, you know, you're all flexing. That's just that, that pesky little ego in there. And don't worry, eventually, I believe everybody kind of gets rid of their ego. And I also look at ego in a couple different directions. You know, I look at life as... I hope we are all really creating our own reality. And when we all do look in the mirror, we see things that we don't mind look back at us. You know, I know that there are so many different scales of human beings. And I just hope that I am right about this part that if we really are creating it all and we're creating our own reality, I hope everybody has that ability to look in the mirror. And eventually always love whatever's looking back at them. And no matter what version of that that is. Because I used to say this to my ex all the time. You know, if we are creating it all. You know, really start looking at life as you might look one way to me. <laughs> but I might look another way to me you can grasp what I'm saying is when you look in the mirror and you see a reflection what goes to tell you that that's what everybody else sees let's look at life this way what if reflection did not exist right what if you didn't know what other people look like and they didn't know what you look like you wrap your head around that shit I'm going back to my walk I might be back I love y'all peace now, let me explain that to you because this is great for all the ego warriors that I know still exist. I want you to imagine a life that cameras didn't exist or television didn't exist where your view of what you look like is projected so you can see what it looks like. Isn't that an interesting game right there, right? Imagine just, you can see other people, you know what they look like, but you have no idea what you look like to compare yourself to any other people. Yeah, buddy, that's a deep one there, right? How would you like that, that world, right? 
You know, that would take away a lot of the social issues that we have, right? Poor young ladies become bulimic trying to look like god-awful supermodels who need to eat. You know? Think about that. Think about living in a world that just... There's no competition when it comes to looks. What if sports were out there and we could all play them hardcore? Right? And that's all that's all we we had to worry about was playing it for fun. Shit. <laughs> sports would have took up a whole different type of meaning, you know? And some people could probably listen to this and be like, you pansy ass. What do you want to raise a bunch of pansy ass Americans? Pansy ass. What I'm trying to let you know is, if that's your thought, is that knowing that everything in life is just a simple thought process. And if you can remove the bad thoughts and not make them exist. Things like pansy ass doesn't even exist. That whole that whole emotion will will be gone out of society. Same with fear and depression and anxiety and all that stuff. Wouldn't you love to live on that planet? Wouldn't you love to wake up in the morning before your feet hit the ground? Just be like, yeah, yeah, let's get it. Let's get into another day. Yesterday was exhilarating. Let's get into another one. Because that's how life is supposed to feel. You're supposed to be exhilarated to be alive. You're supposed to want to be experiencing new things every day like that's a biggie for me right i have no routines none i will not allow a routine in my life ever when i take on clients i'll be taking on clients the way i want to take on clients there's certain things that are not bendable when it comes to Enjoying your life and that is that any which way shape or form you see it and you see yourself enjoying it That's the way you're chasing after and I hope people understand that when you come to work with me. That's what we're chasing after. I don't care what it looks like to you We're going to catch it <laughs> But anyway I'll leave y'all with that stuff to think about. Because it all comes back to ego, our looks, our, our everything that we're firing off of that we think are so damn important. It's just not important. The most important thing is finding what you love in this world. That's the most important thing. 
And the way we get to that point is strictly through through self-love because once you once you have self-love then you have love for everything else once you love yourself that's be that so i'm gonna go for now hope you all have a fabulous friday and who knows i might be back peace oh shit scribble 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 i'm not done I am not done. So, I was taking myself deep listening to myself. And you know, really think about this, parents. This is to all my parents. This is to all my future parents. You want to change the world, right? Everything I have studied tells me that the thoughts that are put in our head create the reflection, create what we see, what we, what we get to enjoy. So what I am telling you, right, do it differently, parents. Don't let your kids watch anything that is on TV and be really careful what you allow them to watch through YouTube because even YouTube has cartoons like where the cars are chasing each other in a high-speed police chase our kids listen if poverty is just a thought and the shit don't even exist we can all be millionaires if you listen to me right that's what everybody wants we all want to be a friggin millionaire so if you listen to me those with kids and you want your kids to have the best damn life, the best damn experience in the world, then you as the parent need to start programming a child right now with the programs that you want them to learn. Now, if your program is you get drunk with the wife or with the husband and y'all argue, guess what? Unfortunately, that's the program you're, pour, you're putting into your child. And this is where, as a parent, all selfishness has to leave your being. Because now, you're living for your children. Right? Because you understand, without the thought of fear, without the thought of danger, without the thought of anything but joy, love, and happiness... Their vision of the world will change the friggin' world. You understand that, parents? That's why it's so important right now to pay attention to everything that you're doing. It's so important for more people to come live life the way I am. Because I am trying to change the world. And every person has the ability to do the same exact thing but are you willing to do the work that it takes to do world changing things you know whenever I speak I hope I change one life and that's how I'm looking at the entire world right we're a collective we're one so the quicker one of us can teach others of us to live this way
the quicker the consciousness changes on the whole planet. Depression doesn't exist. Fear doesn't exist. Sickness. Cancer. All that stuff is gone because now we have a consciousness where we know that there's a lot of things that we control. And we were just in control for a very long time. And now many of us have woken up to help wake up the rest of you. So I hope this message is heard by the right people. I hope it resonates with someone. That at the end of the day, like we, we have such a important job to do here. Like save the planet type of stuff. Because unfortunately the way that we allowed history to keep going and with the way we treated the planet, things need to change and they need to change pretty quickly. So I hope that resonates with someone. I hope somebody gets that message. I hope someone understands there's a bigger, a bigger purpose here. <laughs> and when you start to feel that purpose coming into your life, you'll start to feel a lot less attached to the rest of the bullshit. Right? That's when you kind of fall away from it all. And you know that your life just got... It's almost like you got hijacked by God himself. <laughs> and he says, here we go. And you just take off and you go after it. But you know, I, I, I need my parents to stand up and take back parenting. Stop thinking it's happening in the school system. It's not. You got to take it back. You got to structure your life to where you have the freedom to be a parent. The ability in 2019 is around all of us. There's no excuses. It's just... You need to find you before you find anything. Before you can even look at being that type of parent. Because until you find you, until you find it all, you won't see the message. You won't understand that if you can... If your kids can do anything like all you got to do is watch closely and be present with them and whatever you see them pick up on all you have to do is give it to them and all they have to do is mess with it for 10,000 hours they're an expert so no matter what it is do you understand that you didn't have to ship your kid off to kindergarten in the first grade and then have them dumbed down by what they teach in School. Come on, look back. You're an adult now if you're listening to this. Look back. What what did you learn that really you applied to survival in life? The best stuff I learned, I have learned on my own since August. And that was all the stuff that they don't want you knowing. So that's why people like me exist. That's why this podcast exists. That's my damn purpose. 
through coaching, through speaking, through everything, is to get as many people as possible to understand that we have to change the way we're doing things. And no, nothing bad exists here at all. And now I see it. But things need to be seen differently. And that doesn't take much effort. So, as you follow along, I'm just going to keep trying to to rip your eyeballs open. <laughs> and to wake you up. And to get you on your path. And to get you on my tribe. And to get you to understand that there's an entire, there's a beautiful world right in front of you where everybody's getting along. And everybody's doing what they love. And they coexist together because the, the vibration's a lot higher. And when you're in that flow, you're, you're kept a lot higher and things keep coming to you that you need and that you love and that 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 you want and as long as you stay in that vibe and that flow life just seems to flow with you right and that keeps you away from all that negative energy and it keeps you away from all that bs that used to be attached to your life now you're you're a whole new being you're you're living a whole new experience with a whole new crowd of people with people that if you didn't go on that journey you wouldn't even know you would still be around the the people that you got to worry about if they would sleep with your wife or not. And let's be honest, that happens. And it goes both ways a lot. But see, when you transform into this type of, this type of lifestyle, you wouldn't think of doing anything like that to, a, to another man. That, that type of disrespect. And you look at everybody the same. You want to respect everybody the same. And you want to, if anything, enhance their experience while you're in it. So, I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat a little bit. And you know what? I'm going to take my own advice. And tonight I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to enhance some people's experience. You know, I'm looking at my life and. All the energy I'm exhausting into thinking about advertising sales. I just need to be out talking to people, having conversations. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out and I'm going to meet people and just ask them, can I talk to you? I'm a life coach. Can we just have a conversation? And I'm going to go and have as many conversations this whole entire weekend as I can. I'm going to come back to y'all and let you know how that, how that went. I'm going to live in the moment. I'm going to go have a bunch of conversations. So, thank you all for hearing me out on that 35-minute one. You know, but that's when the good stuff starts flowing. You know, that's when the, the projections of how life should be lived and the principles behind it. It'll help you prepare. The more you listen to me talk about it, the more... Your mind will prepare you for your, your change. That's the beautiful part about this. That's why podcasts are important for coaches. You get familiar with me. And 
then you honestly start slowly changing and then you pick you pick up on it you you finally notice it and you go holy shit <laughs> i'm watching my 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 life take a shift right now this is what he's talking about and that's basically you know when you make that sacrifice when you make that decision when when you go and you have that pop when you know that all right there's more to this that's when that's when it all begins so new you guru eric kaiser your life coach hopefully you know hopefully i'm changing one of y'all Peace out. So I'm just going to do a quick one here. This is Eric Kaiser, my Spiritual Awakening podcast. I'm going to do one real quick for the signs of waking up. You know, what you can honestly look for in your life. And I'll just break it down to the moments in my life that I knew things were things were slowly beginning to change. In my perspective of life and I wanted I wanted different things out of life so one of the first things I can I can know and keep in mind other influences of life push these things to happen like Carla getting pregnant with Grayson really forced quitting smoking cigarettes so let's take that as one of the the first bad habits I dropped, but before the habits, the friendships that weren't serving me, the friendships that were bringing me more just toxic moments to my life than anything, they they just fell off. And it wasn't like anything that we tried to do, it just naturally happened. And I guess that just naturally happened because of the pregnancy. But I knew that that was it for that chapter, you know? I kinda had a knowing inside. Now, what other signs can you keep a lookout for? You might do something just off the wall, out of your character. For me, it was when I had gotten my, my money from my mom's death, it wasn't a lot of money, it was only like 6,000. In divine order when I needed it for child support or I was probably looking at jail half the money went to that and then the other half went to I invested in a digital marketing company into an affiliate program I just took a shot in the dark threw a freaking Hail Mary pass and joined up and you know that was almost the looking to change my career other things were grabbing my attention now from learning that business i started to pay attention to niches i started paying attention to people making content i started paying attention to different things my my perception got shifted the universe said okay for him to be what we need him to be not just as service window tinner who is always going to give 110% to everything he does and he's always going to hustle and he'll probably always make money and who knows he might he might make a few hundred thousand dollars a year off a of tin and but that's not his purpose 
And don't get me wrong, I probably, I probably would have ended up doing something like that. But my story always was that I didn't have the resources, right? I didn't, I didn't have the, I didn't have the capital. I didn't have the credit. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. So for me, just to take that money, that three thousand, and just to give it to it, it was, it was a big step for me. So that. I've really got the drive to get back into shape. And I went at it pretty damn quick and I got back into shape like super fast. Like it was astonishing. And don't get me wrong, I did a little bit of steroids, but it was astonishing how fast my body went back to the way I looked. But not to the way I look, like to fucking optimal performance, like not even trying very hard. And I was just shredded. I looked amazing. That was the best I've ever looked in my life. So that was another biggie. But as that was going on, you know, I did the keto diet and I, I ate a lot of meat. And just out of nowhere, I can't explain why. I just started getting signs and urges to be a vegetarian. And keep in mind, the universe is slick, man. It puts content in front of you the whole entire time that has to do with this stuff. And it's almost like you get rewired by the universe when you're on the right path. Like, you don't really have to try. So, that was, that was a biggie too right there. I didn't want meat anymore at all. So I totally cut meat out of my life. You know, I, I, bec I become a vegetarian. You know, I'm still eating seafood, but, you know, I'm doing a hell of a lot better than I ever was. Now, because of that diet, I did have a little couple bumps in the road when it comes to understanding the power of everything that we put into our body. So... I'm going through them changes, becoming a vegetarian, and now I really start feeling like, man, the, the processed foods are just, something's going on. And basically what happened for me, I noticed as, as I went vegetarian, my thoughts started to change and my anxiety started to go away. Then, you know, when I really started cutting out processed foods, even the clarity, just everything, like depression, anxiety. And I was still going through some tough stuff with my ex, but I was able to manage it a lot better than ever before. And I think that right there has a lot to do with it too. Now, another sign you might be going through an awakening is, you know, your relationship might just start falling the hell apart. You know, basically a part of awakening is is you wake up to self-love and if you're in a relationship that is just not good for you you're gonna see it that's all that happens so there you go too that might be a sign that you're in an awakening is a relationship that you might have always looked at as fixable because i know my marriage i was hell-bent that i was going to fix it and i was going to teach other people how to fix our marriages Get that shit. 
now instead of teaching people how to fix our marriages, I know that the lesson was to teach people how to separate and keep an amazing relationship going for the power of their children. Because again, this goes back to what I believe is our kids are going to change this place. So it all goes back to that. So that's another sign of an awakening that your relationship might just be falling apart. Synchronicities might start happening. You might start seeing 1111. My my favorites, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, two, two, three, four. Um, you might start waking up between the hours of 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. for no reason. You might start waking up super early <laughs> for no reason. Might be finding a little bit hard to sleep, a little bit anxious. Um, you know, a part of the awakening also is a dark night of the soul. You know, are you getting close to where you feel like you're going to snap? Right? That's a part of it too. That's where coaching really comes in at right there. Um, the dark night of the soul, not fun at all. I thought about, <sighs> I thought about some bad stuff during that. So be, be weary of the dark night of the soul. Um, you know, you might just say, screw this, I'm moving. I did it. I went to Palm Harbor, Florida. And, you know, everything just everything just kept working out, working out, working out. But, you know, I came up to Ryan Cropper's video, Seven Signs of an Awakening. I dove into it. I sent it to Carla. At this point, after listening to the power of the subconscious mind and listening to some things about the mind, I'm thinking, I'm losing my shit. I'm not, like, I'm hearing different words than anybody else would hear. Like, I have totally lost it because if you think about the mind, like, you would never know. If you slipped from reality, you wouldn't know without people tying you down and telling you, you know? So, to be very brutally honest with my ex, I said, hey, watch this, tell me, tell me what you hear. And, you know, she said, hey, I watched that, Bella, I watched that seven times. That is freaking crazy. Basically, what the hell is going on? And I still have all these messages. I can, once I get to the next chapter, I can go back and have a pretty amazing video cut out of all the, all the things that happened along the way that I've tracked. But, uh. You know, Ryan Cropper's Seven Signs of Awakening was it for me because everything I just broke down to you is in what he talks about. And, you know, then I looked at the synchronicities of the way things were selling in my life to get me out of Georgia and to get me to Florida. And just everything was working too perfectly. Then getting to Florida and having the freaking legendary job happen for me. And <laughs> granted, you know... That job opened up all this. The podcast, uh, the, the actual looking at the subconscious mind even deeper, right? Looking at it as more of a neuroscience standpoint, really starting to study it so I've really understood it. And it just allowed me to get to where I'm at now. And where I'm at now is a certified life coach. Right? 
a whole different career path with looking at speaking and going into schools like wake up guys keep following me keep listening it'll eventually click in your head and it'll happen you want to speed up the process and you're not you're not a chicken shit go to a Hiawasa retreat Eat some mushrooms. Give yourself an ego death. Give yourself an awakening. Have a Kundalini experience. I promise you, when you come out of them, whoo boy. Wow, I can't wait till my next one. That's the signs of you are waking up. And at times, your life will not make sense. You will literally watch miracles happen and still have your freaking doubts about what's going on with your life. And hopefully you're like me and you stay dedicated to the damn thing. And you keep the content in your ears. And you keep on track and you keep doing what you have to do. I love y'all. If you're woke up, if you woke up or anything, I love you. Thank God. Let's get let's get started.